0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, December 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Calley. Here's today's headlines: California's 2020 policy battles doing very well on USMCA and Ag Labor Bill faces House test. California Farm Bureau outlines 2020 issues. At the California Farm Bureau's annual meeting in Monterey yesterday, President Jamie Johansson said the Bureau is largely supportive of federal efforts on water issues, yet the state arena is shaping up for a broad range of battles for next year. Unimpaired flows will be a top issue. Despite progress in 2019, Johansson said that progress is not yet solved. The Bureau filed a 300-page lawsuit in February to stop the state water board's Delta plan, which will redirect up to 50 percent of flows from vital Central Valley rivers to Delta habitats. Governor Newsom's ag liaison, Bill Lyons, said in a later session he is cautiously optimistic the ongoing voluntary agreements will bring a better result for the second phase of that plan. Lyons added that attorneys on all sides are also working collaboratively to make the agreements as bulletproof as they can be from future litigation. A years-long lawsuit with less attention advanced this year as well. California conservation groups sued the U.S. Forest Service over alleged water pollution in mountain streams caused by grazing. Johansson said the judge in that case recently sided with all of the Bureau's points that it submitted in support of the service. With state regulatory agencies, Johansson noted the Air Resources Board attempted this year to reduce criteria pollutants reporting from 250 tons down to 4 tons. Commodity dryers, mid-sized farms, and all dairies would have to report their emissions, he explained. ARB avoided making a decision this year. In a separate session, CFBF policy analyst Noelle Creamer shared that ARB intends to propose a new regulation next month to return that threshold to four tons. This would heavily impact San Joaquin Valley operations, she said. We're going to keep pushing back, promised Johansson. The governor has met with Johansson and his team four times. Newsom's exclusion of agriculture from his decision to cancel Corpyrfos was a teachable moment for the Bureau. Proposing $5.7 million in three years to find alternatives was not nearly enough time and money to get through the regulatory process, he said. Lieutenant Governor Elena Kalanakis also met with the Bureau. She sits on the Board of Regents for the University of California, which has seen a significant reduction in extension funding over the years, along with advisor positions going unfilled. Johansson listed a number of counties where UC budgets for 4-H programs were also cut. On the note of water, the Salts Coalition posted a number of videos yesterday unpacking this complex regulatory program on salinity and nitrates in groundwater and what it means for Central Valley farmers. House Tackling Ag Labor Bill Backers of an ag labor bill are struggling to win over Republican support ahead of a House floor debate later this week. The Farm Workforce Monetization Act would expand the H-2A visa program to year-round workers, and a large GOP vote would give the bill some momentum going to the Senate. But the bill doesn't have White House support, and GOP conservatives are calling the legislation a massive amnesty bill, since it would provide a path to legal status for existing farm workers. The bill had 26 GOP co-sponsors as of last week. A lobbyist working on the issue tells AgriPulse that supporters are working to round up additional GOP votes, but he declined to predict how many they would get. Keep in mind, the bill text has been tweaked since leaving the Judiciary Committee last month. One of the late changes would add 2,500 dedicated year-round H-2A vials for sheep and goat herders, a provision that could attract votes from Western lawmakers. But Democrats have declined to make key changes sought by the nation's largest farm organization, the American Farm Bureau Federation, and that's going to make it easier for conservative Republicans not to vote for the bill. Allison Crittman, who follows the issue for AFBF, said the bill must be substantially modified for our position to change. U.S. MCA proposal awaits verdict from House Democrats. It took days of marathon negotiating sessions last week for U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Jesus Cede Mexico's top North American negotiator, to reach a deal on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Now it's up to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi whether she and other Democratic leaders are willing to accept the compromise proposal that could still be voted on in the final two weeks for Congress this year. I think we're doing very well on USMCA, President Trump said yesterday. I'm hearing a lot of strides have been made over the last 24 hours. With the support of unions will be key to House Democrats accepting any USMCA deal. At AFL, CIO President Richard Trump has spent much of yesterday briefing labor representatives on the compromise pact. That according to Oregon Senator Ron Wyden, the top Democrat on the Senate Finance Committee. USDA to decide in January on MFP. US Department of Agriculture won't decide until January whether to issue the third tranche of payments under the 2019 market facilitation program. But even if the Trump administration were to reach a trade deal with China in the coming days, it appears that wouldn't necessarily stop USDA from releasing the money. We recognize that even if we have a trade agreement and things really get moving, we know that the farm income situation has been affected and can't be turned around overnight. So there still is a great need for those payments, particularly this year. That Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sinsky, speaking to members of the Illinois Farm Bureau meeting in Chicago yesterday. Illinois Farm Bureau Federation President Richard Gebert said his delegates aren't proposing additional aid packages, but we have some bankers who are looking for it to come sooner rather than later because of borrowers facing financial challenges. And by the way, enrollment for the 2019 MFP ended last Friday. As of December 3rd, 10.3 billion dollars worth of 2019 MFP payments have been made. Farmers who produced grain, soybeans, cotton and other non-specialty crops have received 9.8 billion. Specialty crop growers have received 160 million, while the livestock sector has received 368 million. Here's today's, he said it. It's not about whether you're eating an organic carrot or a conventional carrot. It's about eating the carrot and not the Cheeto. That California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson describing the defeat of AB-958, a bill that would have subsidized organic school lunches. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, December 10th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.